Good evening. I'm Zach Collins with your KS1 and KS95 news update. Weather conditions currently around 30 degrees with clear skies. Tonight, expect the same with a low around 22. Tomorrow, expect a high of 44 under mainly sunny skies. Winds out of the southwest around 8 to 15 miles an hour. Tomorrow night, partly cloudy skies with a low of 23. Law enforcement in Sac County continues its investigation into the disappearance of 53-year-old David Schultz of Wall Lake. Volunteer search areas in Wright, Webster, Calhoun, and Sac Counties this past weekend. The Iowa Division of Criminal Investigation is assisting with the investigation. At this time, there is nothing new to report. David Schultz has been missing since early Tuesday, November 21st. Anyone with information related to this case is asked to call the Sac County Communication Center at 712-662-7127. The Cass County Board of Supervisors met today for their regularly scheduled meeting to discuss multiple agendas. They first met with Lindsay Wilson, who is requesting $500 for the Family Crisis Center in Council Bluffs. They provide services in Cass County for victims of violent crimes and have helped a number of local residents this year. Um, but like I said, we travel to all 12 local stops. So you don't have any time that you are actually scheduled to be in Cass County? You only come here? We don't have an office here, no. So we come here just for legal proceedings. And you meet in the victim's home then? Yeah, we meet with them in their home. Yeah. Um, they have well, you know, law enforcement interviews or need to come in for trial prep or something like that. Um, then we come here with them, obviously. The services that they provide are different from the usual office visits as they will come to your house to talk with you, meet on the phone, or just even a video call. Um, but our services, are, we're just different. We, we are able to go to that person's home. We're able to kind of meet them where they're at and help them kind of determine what they need. So um, we, we just have a little bit more flexibility to help them on a more personal level um, and just with other things they might need um, as far as the grief process, you know, finding resources to kind of get them set up to get them through whatever. The supervisors wanted further information on how the $500 amount was brought up for the funding and how they can get further information on the request. Um, so it, it kind of varies. I'm not, to be honest, I'm not sure who decided what, what amount would be for each county. Um, but I, I know that they kind of based it and adjusted based off what services we were providing to each county. Wilson's request has been taken under advisement and will be considered in the near future. In other news, the board approved a 2022-23 urban renewal project as well as allocating ARPA funds to the Hitchcock House in Lewis for repairs that totaled $47,932. This historic building has received improvements in the past and they are looking to continue to make those repairs on the building on the south side. Expediting the countywide ambulance service headlines the Shelby County Board of Supervisors meeting on Wednesday. Shelby County residents voted an overwhelming yes to a referendum on taxation to fund EMS service in Shelby County on November 7th. The move to a county-wide ambulance service was not anticipated until 2025. However, on November 10th, Medivac provided notice that without additional financial increases in funding, they will need to cease operations on December 1st, 2023. In the meantime, Shelby County has been working vigorously and cooperatively to expedite the transition of countywide EMS and ambulance service. On Wednesday, the supervisors will act on purchasing the Medibank building, equipment, and ambulance service agreement. 
On Wednesday, the supervisors will act on purchasing the Medevac building, equipment, and ambulance service agreement, Shelby County Ambulance Commission addendum to the agreement, EMS and health insurance cost budget amendment, and set a hearing date. Additionally, the supervisors will act on employee hiring, EMS billing provider assistance, and setting up bank accounts for EMS. The meeting starts at 9 a.m. on Wednesday at the supervisor's boardroom at the courthouse. The Montgomery County Board of Supervisors received a secondary roads update, heard from Dan Wright, maintenance director, set dates and times for budget workshops, and finish off the meeting with an opening of sealed bids of forfeited property from items of the Sheriff's Department. Montgomery County Engineer Karen Albert reported on spreading rock on the muddy areas throughout the county. Albert says the country trucks were out late Sunday morning plowing snow and announced the opening of 180th Street. 180th Street, I have a picture to pass around. They have a couple more loads of riprap to place, then they will rock the road. Um, the road should be open by the end of the week, weather coordinating. So that's the game. That's cool. This point, Tom. Good deal. Albert added that the 250th Street Bridge is almost completely removed and construction work continues. Maintenance Director Dan Wright reported to the board that he faced a power failure issue affecting the courthouse early this morning. So I came down, first thing was trying to figure out whether it had power or if the generator was messed up. Come to find out, it was actually the generator when it did its test this morning. Something happened with the switch. Not let it actually go back to normal power. I got a hold of the generator company and he talked me through how to manually switch it back. So, right now, I got to manually switch back over to power and uh, they're going to either meet out this afternoon or tomorrow to figure out what, what's going on with the switch. In other business, these supervisors will begin budget workshops on January 9th following the regular meeting and at 9 a.m. on January 10th. The next regular meeting is scheduled for December 5th. A canine respiratory virus spreading through the Midwest is causing a cancellation of a local tradition in eastern Iowa. Last week, we reported about this mysterious illness affecting dogs in Iowa. Mike Mardson, doctor of veterinary medicine at the Anita Vet Clinic, says the illness is a cough that does not go away and is not responding to conventional treatment. Since then, the American Veterinary Association is recommending dogs avoid each other to reduce the spread of the virus. This led to the traditional cancellation of the annual holiday dog walk in Bettendorf. Dr. Marsden says that if a dog owner sees signs of this unknown illness with their pet, the best bet is to get a hold of your veterinarian, get an appointment, and get them checked out. New Hampshire researchers say that the mysterious illness may have started from a bacterial infection, which involves into pneumonia and other health issues. For news, sports, and more, check out our website at westerniowatoday.com. I'm Zach Collins with your news update on KSOM and KS95. Have a great evening, everyone. ABC News is next.